Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Bird. What's up, man? Rick Camacho, dog. You know how we do it, man. I know you be traveling, doing your thing. Hit me up, dog. I need a, uh, an intro for you for my show. So kiss the radio. If you can't take the heat, nah, that's too cliche. My man DJ Slicks always do it his way. From the bay to the valley, he always put it down with the street level thump and the underground sound. Now you can find him on the dot com, Soul Kitchen Radio. Save it to your favorites, man, that's the best way to go. From the up and coming to the vet on the grind, he plays the kind of music that'll stimulate your mind. It's a sign of the times when the clock strikes 11 and Slick starts to reppin' with Omezi in the session. One time I missed a Monday but didn't really trip. I just subscribed on iTunes and downloaded quick. With a click or a tap, he's bound to get you right on your desktop connect or your handheld device. So your cousin and your friend about the hottest show with Slick Rick and my show on Soul Kitchen Radio. If you haven't heard it's Soul Kitchen Radio, man, let me tell you, this is Soul Kitchen Radio. Slick Rick Camacho, it's Soul Kitchen Radio. Big old Maisie, it's Soul Kitchen Radio. Crazy ball heads down with Soul Kitchen Radio. Tell your grandmama, this is Soul Kitchen Radio. You are now tuned to Soul Kitchen Radio. New music Monday, Soul Kitchen. Radio. Oh boy, it's another week. Soul Kitchen Radio. We are back. It's your man Rick Macho with Big OTZ. Yeah, man. The dude, what a dude, player. Yeah, so it sounds like he's right here with me today. That's why it's because we 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 getting it fixed. We got the new technology jump off. Yeah, we got the new technology jump off going off in here. So it sounds like we right here in the. In fact, we here. We together right now. So get the radio, man. It's nice to see you on Meezy. You're looking good today. Oh man, appreciate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all groovy. There you go. Yeah, a little pause for that one. That's, 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 good. that's good. All right. You can't really see me though, can you? Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't see you, man. <laughs> you go ahead. Keep it in your hand. It's all. I'm about to say I don't see that green light. That green light ain't on. I better not be on. <laughs> Nah, no, no conference call. You can't see nothing. But anyway, we got a whole lot to talk about, man. Christmas is right around the corner. Are your kids ready? Are you ready? Nope, not at all. Mentally, mentally, uh, I might be physically, but definitely not mentally. My brain on overload, so I don't know how. You know, I'm a thinking man, so I, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. Are you guys uh, taking some time off, or are you still touring during these these next two weeks? Yeah, this is a, this is a reconciliation uh, phase of of uh, the music biz where you where you uh, regroup and constitute your plan for the new year. Okay, so no more, no, no. You guys don't have nothing booked for for New Year's Eve. That's usually the big one. New Year's Eve is like huge for for artists. Yeah, they want to, They book all the all the big eighty thousand. You know, the big snoops and all that. And then you know, eventually they come around to to our our division. Okay. Okay. Cool. So you guys consider like the double A, the double A of hip hop? Yeah, I mean we the ones the go tos. You know, what I'm saying when you, when you don't want to spend too much, but at the same time you want to make sure the fans is happy. Right. Right. There it is. So any any word yet? Where you guys gonna be? You don't have a you don't have a spot yet? No, nah, we plotting on it. Okay, that's all good. But Christmas and everything. Do you do you spend uh, Christmas and and like you guys have like a, a sick with it Christmas party? Does 40 throw something big like that? Give everybody Christmas bonuses and and turkeys and shit? Yeah, something like that. What's up? Where's my invite, bud? Nope. 
<laughs> it's not happening. No, it's a family-oriented thing. It's all good. We if I give all the details, then it's going to spoil it, and then everybody going to, you know what I mean? Right, 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 yeah. So, so that's cool that uh, that 40 does that for you guys. And and is, is it 40 that does it, or you guys pretty much come together and just all pitch in and, and do one big thing for you, all your families? Uh, pretty much everybody. Okay, cool. That's good, man. Hey, so we got a lot to talk about. Yesterday I went and seen Fela. Uh, the musical, and it was great. Have you heard about Fela? No, I never heard of that. You, uh, Fela was he was actually the musical was so close to to uh, look look it up right now. Look up Fela on your Yahoo F E L A. Um, he was uh, 1997 August 10th. He August 2nd he died 1997. He was murdered by the Nigerian police. He was a uh, uh, he was a, a musician. And and he thought he, he his whole plan was to change change Nigeria through music, and you know they don't they don't go for it a lot of change in uh, in Africa, right? You you start you start ruffling the feathers, then then they you you get a target put on you. So what Fela did is he he ruffled the feathers for real. He he even took his mom's coffin and put it on on the front steps. Of what we call the White House, right? Because his mom was a his mom was a, a a revolutionary in Nigeria, and they killed her. So everything he did was pretty much in a vengeance for his mom, but it was for the people. So watching that, I kind of I kind of got me back to this Occupy movement was happening, you know. And there's a whole lot of stuff going on with this Occupy movement, and just watching Fela and how it, it all kind of comes together. Did you did you get a chance to look it up yet? Yeah, I'm, I think I've seen a little bit of it. Uh, did he die of AIDS? I don't know if he died of AIDS or or if he was killed. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Is he spell it F E L A? Was it a Broadway? What's up? Was it? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, Broadway guy. But it was actually a person. The whole the whole musical is based on this guy's life. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, it says 1997, he died of AIDS. That's what they said. Okay, well, he died of AIDS because he had like six, seven wives, and, you know, he was really doing it. He was doing just smoking a lot of weed, doing drugs, and, and all that other stuff that goes along with, uh, I guess, being being in the position you are. As well. he, did, he did music, though, right? Yeah, he was a musician. Oh, okay, that's big. You know, and and he, but he changed he changed the world with his uh with his music. And I wanna get I wanna get into one of his one of his songs. And then we got a whole lot of other stuff we're gonna talk about. But this song the song I'm gonna play is called Zombie. And and the way he des- the way he described it was was how we see the police work in this Occupy movement. You know? The the zombies in Africa he called them the police. So they were the zombies. They worked for the general. The general kind of told them what to do they had no no uh they had they had all they could only they could only do the shit they didn't they couldn't make they couldn't uh that's that's i know what you mean you mean, that's that's what it is it's brain it's 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 basically brainwashing you know because realistically i believe that you in your heart you're a good person at let's say the officer like the officer that sprayed them kids at UC Davis right with that mace 
Now, he might be a loving father, you know, go to church, the whole thing. But when he goes to work, he turns into that person. So zombie. he is a, yeah, he's a, he's a zombie. You would, cause you would have to be a zombie, you know, a walking dead person with no, no thought, no action, you know, no creed, nothing. You left all that out the door and, and you just going to spray these kids in their face with this mace. So basically you, yeah, you are a zombie and it's a whole bunch of zombies out there who have no emotion about the shit that, like, when no, when no GOP, the Republicans go up there and, and they get to talking that talk, you know, it's like, damn, they don't have no emotions. They have no feelings. When they say just just let a million people lose their jobs, oh, okay, just, you know what I'm saying? They Zombies. Exactly. You know, they have no, they have no, what, what was I trying to say? They have no power. No power. They're They're thinking, the way they think is, I have to do what I'm told to do because I have a wife, I have kids I have to take care of. And this government or this this chief executive politician is paying me to take care of my my kids, my family. So I have to think about me. I can't think about if they tell me go go spray this kid with mace, if I don't then my kids aren't going to eat so I have to do it. Right. And, and that's what this whole zombie said, zombie they 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 run when you tell them to run and they stop when you tell them to stop and just the the music he calls the afro beats and it's it's off the hook man i love the music so i'm gonna play this real quick and uh we want you guys to call in 714-694-4150 give us a call it's soul kitchen radio and uh we're gonna we're gonna get this on right here and we'll be right back it's soul kitchen radio okay this is ray racks of the flood you rocking with big old Meezy and Slicks, Soul Kitchen Radio. You fucking junkies ready out there? One, two, three. Ooh, cool. Beat, funk, rhythm, international, funk, and Africa. Africa. African beats and rhythm. It's IF99. <laughs> Don't tell on your neighbor now. You may need him someday. We gotta stick together. The struggle is on liberty. Don't be, 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 don't be
through the love of women. Here's a commercial while you think about that. What's up with it, man? It's Mac Maul, and I'm chilling on Soul Kitchen Radio. Y'all that I mean, T's to the top. Man, Soul Kitchen Radio. So that was that zombie from the musical Fela, but that was actually Fela um, who who did that one, who performed that. What do you think about that song? That was different. It was different. I mean, if you if you if you you got to you feel the music and and. And man, and just the whole thing he's talking about, don't be no zombie, don't be no zombie, you know, I like that kind of shit. What's up, 831 is on the phone, what's happening, this must be, hold on, don't don't say nothing yet, don't say nothing yet, don't say nothing yet, hold on, I know who this is, this is the gutter man is on the phone with us right now. What's going down, what's going down with you, man? (laughs) The gutter man, what's happening, man? Man, we just out working hard, man. We're trying to get there, man. You know how we do it. How you doing? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. You're on the phone with me, and uh, I'm Rick Camacho, and this is Big Old Meezy. Right? Let's do it. What's going down with you, man? All right, it's all good over here, man. How y'all feeling up there, all right? Man. So let me let me, let me me ask you a question, gutter man. I was told yes. yesterday that, that you are from Seaside, and you grew yeah. up our, with our famous... Alita Turner, she, <laughs> she wanted to make sure that I asked you about her her childhood and how she was growing up. Oh, man, from what I can remember, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit older now, so I'll be having to flash back into my old, my old books just to remember everybody. But uh, yeah, Alita was cool. She had a couple, couple of people, uh, a couple of friends that I knew, uh, some, some of the girls and stuff from around the way, but she was cool. Alita was always cool, you know. She, she she really didn't trip. She was just laid back doing her thing. She wasn't tripping off of nothing. It's funny because uh, later on, I had seen uh, a leader on Facebook. I mean, this is like 20-some-odd years later. And I'm saying, I kept looking at her. I said, man, I know I know who that is, you know, because my I had went through this fall, and I forgot everybody. I was like, okay, and I kept, and I kept trying to talk to a leader one day. I'm like, oh, man. She was just around the block from me, you know what I mean? So, but Alita was cool, man. I mean, she grew up with my brothers and my sisters and stuff like that, so it was, it was all good. I'm the youngest out of the one, so. Did you say your brother, your, brother, your brother went through her? Is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> she, grew up, she grew up with my brother and my sister, so, oh. uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the youngest. <laughs> I can't tell you who she done went through who she done went through. I don't know. <laughs> all right. That, well, that's that's our half, our pass on uh, on Alita Turner. God bless Alita Turner. Thank you for hooking up this interview and, and all the other interviews you do throughout this whole year, Alita. If you're listening now, I just want to let you know. You're looking on me, we really appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. Yes, indeed. Give clap for Alita. Yeah. All right, so, yes, so Dad, she was born and raised in California in Seaside and Marina, right? Dash was, I'm, I'm foot. Dash was born, he... Yeah, I'm foot. I'm foot. So Dash was Dash was born. He was born and uh, raised in Marina, and he went to Seaside just like I did Seaside High. He's a lot younger than I am. Um, and then uh, he slowly, uh, slowly integrated and moved out toward Texas and came back from Texas over toward Reno and kind of got in with a with a group called Element, which actually ended up being part of the Digital Underground family. Oh, okay. So yeah, so they they back basically. Uh, 
toured for like five years with Digital Underground, so they just kind of stayed connected in and just and just was doing their thing. That's how they built their whole little project up. And uh, once they finished touring, he got uh, got back, um, and we me and him his family. So my sister was married to his uh, to his uncle, so we we've been knowing each other since we were little kids. So uh, once he got back, and uh, we just kind of connected out of the blue, out of nowhere, and just said, let's, let's just get a project going. So we just started jumping on the gutterman tip and just started murdering it from there. So how how did the word gutterman come through, come out? Man, honestly, just being who we just being who we are. Uh, period. Just 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 staying gutter. You know what I mean? Just just us just doing what we do is just it just popped up. It wasn't like something like we sat down and masterminded a big old plan on. It was just one day it just popped up and we was just that's who we are. Okay. You know, because we just try we just, we just keep really staying the gut all the time and it's just what we do. So we just like gutterman sounds perfect for us. So let's keep it moving. Just, just keeping it on the streets, right? Just keeping it in the gutter. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, so which one of you is a singer? Is it you or Dash? Uh, Dash sings a little bit. Dash don't really tell nobody that shit, but he sings a little bit. <laughs> I don't sing. I don't sing at all. But uh, we, there's a, uh, a couple of a uh, couple of appearances on the on the album. Um, uh, Captain Lowe from 360 out of Nevada, who sings on a, a song with us on there, and then Dash do some backups and stuff like that. But uh, you know, we really not. We don't really claim to be singers, but uh, you know, we had to get a couple cats coming in and put some vocals yeah. down for us. Yeah, and the reason I asked you that because in this in this song, chances that we got, you guys are uh, some you got somebody in there just singing and singing the hooks, and you know, got your your own little hooks and hooks and uh, hooks and bridges guy out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a low from 360, and okay. he's out in the he's out in Nevada. Yeah, Ring of Nevada. So he's doing he's doing his thing out there. He got his own little project out. So what you guys got going as far as uh as far as the whole Gutterman project? Is the is the album about to drop? Are you are you working on the album? You guys touring? What, uh what's up? Well right now, right now, uh, we're under uh, a label called Intense Entertainment, so we hit ran for about two years of just nothing but performing constantly. I mean, you know, we do we did a couple shows, games, Snoop and Everybody 40, everybody we, We're doing shows all over the place But it's like right now we kind of just saddled it back down And we just finished up two new videos About three weeks ago uh, One for the song off the album called Intense And the other one is called Groove So we're about to pump those two uh, two videos out And uh, been getting with the label Trying to see what, um, what direction he wants to push it for But Dash just relocated in Atlanta About four weeks ago So he's out there And uh He's got another project that he works on uh, with a group called Choice Cuts, and, and I got another project out here that I'm working on with uh, my son, matter of fact, called Dirt. So, um, you know, we just we just keeping it moving and, and uh, waiting until the videos come out and then uh, try to put a little major push behind it with the label and see what direction they really want to go and how hard they want to do it, you know. But uh, as far as Gunman goes, man, we just we can't stop. They out Dash is out there doing shows out there in Atlanta right now. I'm out here putting a project together with my son, trying to get this going and start bouncing around and doing some things. But the album is done. Uh, I would say maybe March it should be out in March. Uh, as long as all the videos and everything's together, and as long as the label's ready to push, we should be good to go by March. Okay. And then we'll cool. be back. Then we'll be back on the road doing shows again and and just hitting them hard. So you guys did a show with Forty? Yeah, we did a show with Forty up in uh in Nevada at the Knitting Factory. We did a show with him up there. Forty was up there murdering the stage, man. <laughs> Forty gonna be playing, man. He be doing, he be doing his thing, man. Right, right. So Omizi, Omizi is uh, he goes with forty. You remember that Omizi? Was you up in Nevada? 
question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I like the Nitty Factory. That's the shit. Yeah, it is. The Nitty Factory's off the hook. Definitely off the hook. If you you was at the Nitty Factory at that time, when we uh, we was on, we was government, we came on right before uh, right before Forty came on. Yeah, we probably chopped it up. We probably chopped it up back in the back somewhere or something, chilling. We could, we could have, we could have probably could have. There's been so many people coming in and out. You know how it goes, man. We just, we, we got to, we just try to stay on it, man. But uh, you know, like I said, we try to do what we do when we get on stage. You know, we're a lot older, but we try to put in some work. Cool. So, okay, you said you're a lot older. How old are you guys? Honestly, I'm 43. Says right here that Dash is your, says right here that Dash is your nephew. Yeah, yeah, he's like my nephew. Yeah. Like I said, my sister was married to his uncle, so we just took care ourselves family. So I'm I'm a dad's just thirty seven. I'm forty three. Wow. That's that's yeah. awesome. I mean I, I like yeah. the fact that, that you guys are my age and still and still putting it down. That that kinda that explains the that explains the song. You know, 'cause the song kinda grooves. You know, I like the I like the song. 'Cause it is yeah, groove to it and, and and it explains why it doesn't sound like this other bullshit that's out there right now. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot on that, man. And the album, the name of the album is called Groove. Right, right. Yeah, I got, I'm got. i going to play yeah. that one, too. But first, I'm going to get into the chances real quick, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about it. So if you, got, you guys want to talk to uh, Foot, it's 714-694-4150. This is Soul Kitchen Radio. Omizi, me, Gunn yeah. is in the building. So give us a call. Check it out. If you have something to say, call right now, 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. Look over here, love. I see you feeling like I'm feeling if there ever was. Yeah. A chance for us to be one. I need some. Got a minute. Hope you're really in it. Come on, shake that other cat. He cuffing on you cause you know he never coming back. She really into gutter black. Her southern cracker don't shine before the morning comes. Maybe we can carry on still strong from the last push. Working on the pink before the last push. See the past took a minute. I'ma spin it on the back. Stay up in it while the bottom cracks. Still soaking up the rays. The play away from storm before my body start pouring. You can leave in the morning if I'm snoring. Don't bother trying to wake me. Keep it going. Run away. I want to take you to another world.
gutting, now she really busting. Something far away from what she grown accustomed to. We're gushing, brushing off the things she used to do. We touching like we love it, now there's something new. I'm gutter, so my nephew gotta hit it too. By the way, your boy's a gutter individual. Cut her like we used to do, back when she was spiritual. I got the game on lock. She ain't even know my name till I came off top. Uh, ain't the same old cop. Keep a load on deck for the next day chop. Yeah, yeah. Sex played and swapped. And I'm off to the stove just to get some old bop. It's real. I wanna take you to another world. Got on that on them strings right there playing that guitar. Man, believe it or not, that's my boy Alex Chad Jones. Man, he's our engineer. Man, that's that is ill. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that, man. Oh, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, the boy is just ill, man. It's just ill, man. To actually to sum that whole song up right there, man, that is just letting all the little ladies know just to come and get some of this gun love. It ain't no drama. It ain't you know what I mean. It ain't none of that at all. Just come on, slide on through. We're going to give it to you, send you all about your way, and just be happy about it. You know what I mean? No problems, no nothing, no texting all crazy, like no phone call and all that. Just come through and get some of this gutter love, baby. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I'm liking it. So, <laughs> so um, <laughs> and you know about, we have crazy, right? <laughs> that's, that's cool. So you're 43. You, uh, have you been, obviously, you've been in the industry for a while, you know, trying to make it happen. What's some of the, what's some of your highlights of, of being in the music industry throughout your life? You know, uh, man, just a lot a lot of, a lot of the, the good things. I mean, I had done a little running down there in, in L.A. and just, it's just, you know, it's really saturated with music and stuff down there back in the 90s. I, I you know, did, did the music gathering in 94, I think it was in Louisiana, out there with, name it, with De La Soul, uh, Wu-Tang, uh, Redman, uh, Keith Murray, and everybody, the alcoholics, everybody. You know, I had a pretty good time running in that circuit at that time. We never really majorly made anything big happen at the time because it's just so saturated like it is now. But now, for, for me, this, this time, it was fun back then, but now this time we've got a little bit more direction to where we're going with it. It's really fun. I mean, we're putting a lot of, you know, a lot of effort into to just getting out there and performing the best that we can perform because, like, just for instance, the Knitting Factory itself, the Knitting Factory – I mean, 
we was out there getting major response out the people out of there. It's just just mega love coming for everybody. And then, you know, you get off stage and, you, you know, you just talk with the fans and, and, you know, see what they think about the music and, and you know, and the response back is just when all the love comes back. And that's basically the main highlight for me is just dealing with the people and just giving them something that, you know, and just hopefully giving them something that they can groove to and just love and dance and feel good about the music. And that's that's one of the biggest highlights for me. And just, uh, uh, but but the best thing I think back in the days was hitting that Louisiana, hitting that Gavin and just hitting all the shows with all the, all the old school artists and stuff like that, just everywhere networking with everybody. And it, that was, that was probably one of the biggest right there. So, Omizi, we were just talking about uh, bringing back the 90s in 2012. Um, think that's also going to bring – you think the industry is looking at that and, and they're going to start bringing back these these powerful music conferences? Well, uh, a lot of it – a lot. hold on. What, uh, what, uh, what I was saying was um, a lot of it is the fact that um, it's like it's like a lot of – a few people who – Major labels like Jive, like the different labels, you know, and these labels are just downsized. And you're talking about people that have been working at certain labels for like over 10 years, and then and then they get they get uh, laid off, and then they they face with the proposition of trying to figure out what to do now. You know what I'm saying? These, you know what I mean? So it's like the industry, the industry, like the know-how it is like you know only is few and far between. So it's like people are gonna have to get this get that get to uh regroup and, and try to figure out you know like if you work radio and you've been working there for 10 years then you need to find somebody else that worked this department and this department and all of them know how to make good music and and, and re and redo it you know what i'm saying the way it used to be done in the 90s you know what i'm saying going out and really finding raw talent or you know or you know writing for them but getting it in right right so you th- are we thinking the uh Think radio will ever get back to just playing songs because it's good, like 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 this, you know? Um, uh, they they overhead man, they got you know they got a heavy overhead, so they got to program it the way they you know they get their money from people from people advertising the clubs and different artists coming through the city and you know and popping bottles and all that. So they got the up tempo radio radio shit. So that's what they want everybody to listen to because it you know it's it, it's like McDonald's, you know what I mean? They always got you know, you in and out, fast food. You know what I mean? They can always find out. You know, they can always find a hot record and get it and get it played in the in the club a thousand times and move on to the next person, as opposed to you know. So it's like you know, as opposed to cashing out somebody a big. Number. I don't know. It's, it's it's different, but I just know that you the independent cats got to do. You know, the cats that have the know how and the, you know and the latitude. The youngsters, you know, that's still trying to do it. They need to take their ass to school and get an education. You know, it's real talk because you need to get education because you know it's so turbulent. You know, and, you know, you know, your health. You got to have health care, bank account, just in life in general. And we always talk about this, so we just we you know if you still, but if you you know been trying to do this, then by all means keep it keep it cracking. Definitely. So so foot. Um, what what do you do besides besides making music? You know what? I mean, I, I do embroidery. I okay. do embroidery. I do silk screen. I make T-shirts, and I've been doing that for like 15 years. Are you but, on Twitter? Uh, yeah. We need, we need to hook up with that one. What's your Twitter? Yeah, you know what? I, I haven't been on Twitter, man. I mean, 
I just, because I've been locked up in, in my, I got a shop out here where I stay at, and, uh, but I'm Facebooking and stuff like that. I drop, I drop some of the product I make and stuff like that. I, I make, you, you know. know what, hey, Floyd, you know why, you know why you're not on Twitter right now? I can tell you why. Because, why that? because you're 43 and you're like me. You, you don't really want to get into that kind of shit yet. You're not, you're not really, all, all the young kids jumped on that shit hella quick, right? And Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it, it takes you a minute just to realize, okay, that shit really works. You probably tried it before and it didn't work. It it's boring. <laughs> you, you've been you're on Facebook where you know everybody on Facebook and, and you feel like, you know, Facebook is cool because cause people respond back to you. Twitter, people don't give a shit, you know, and and that's probably why you're not on Twitter now. But I encourage you to get to it because the more you be on it, the more people start to respond to you and the more – because cause that's the new way, right, Omizi? Yeah. Am I right, Omizi? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You think I'm right about that? About keeping up with the social media? Yeah, you think that that's why he's not on Twitter yet? Oh, no, yeah. You, 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 Day Late Dollar Show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I got to get on it. I know I got to get on it. Yeah, my my first album, The Great Communicator, man, uh, you know, I've I seen people that I, you know, because, you know, it's, it's like connections, like when, when the uh, T-Mobile sidekick went down and everybody lost their connections, then um, Twitter came through and was able to link, you know, Twitter and Facebook was able to come through and link all those connections that fell off back together. That's what Facebook and Twitter is all about. So, you know, you might, you might've lost that person's email or lost that person's number. And next thing you know, they done, they done popped up and and you see them on Twitter and that, that helps you be able to get, you know, get your network back together. You know what I'm saying? So I, d- I definitely would recommend that you get on that ASAP, like yesterday, you smell me, and get you a Twitter account and start following people like Big O Easy and Guilty One and, you know, a bunch of uh, other folks. Yeah, I, I mean, I got a Twitter account. I'm not going to say this, but I got a Twitter account. I, just, I, just have, I got a government Twitter account. I just ain't, I dabbled in it. Like you said, got on it and was like, I'm not done with this. I'm not dealing with it. I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to keep it real. I just wasn't dealing with it. That's all. <laughs> no, because I'm going to be real. This is a way to do it, man. Just, you know, some of the people that, you know, that could give you information daily, you know, that have interesting tweets, you know what I mean, like Russell Simmons yeah. and all that. You follow them, yeah. make, you know, follow 40. All You know, all your folks that, you know, that you know you want to you interact with. And then, you you know, if you don't have nothing to say, don't say shit and just observe, you know, and, and promote exactly. your promote the stuff that you got to promote and then move on. It's the people that live on it daily that, you know, tweet that they taking this shit and eating and going and putting the kids on. That's not what it, that's not what you want it for. You want it so you could, you know, network so you can get your music thing cracking. So use it yeah, for that. Exactly. Yes, yes indeed. yes, indeed. But the main thing about Twitter is don't get fed up because you, you send 40 a tweet and he don't tweet you back. Don't get fed up because... <laughs> I've sent so many tweets to 50 Cent, P. Diddy, 40, everybody. The only one who retweets me is Omizi. Yeah, but, yeah, but, <laughs> no, nah, yeah, but, you know, like I said, everybody, everybody, like, everybody looks at their Twitter differently, you know what I'm saying? They use it for a specific pur- purpose, and, and you know, especially people like, you know, people who got, I, would, I couldn't imagine if I had, you know, 100,000, 200, a million people hitting me every day, like right. that's, you know, and, and then all million of those people want me to hit them back and retweet, right. like, you know, that's, that shit would drive me crazy, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, that's, why, that's, and that's why they only, 
That's why they only follow so many people so that you know you got a limited pe- people that you then you don't want this person getting mad. Oh, but you can't whoop whoop whoop. So you know you got to watch the way they do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do every time they mention you, you it goes into your little mentions thing. Pretty soon your mentions is just as big as your as your tweets. All right, as your timeline, and it it just gets crazy. But let's just say let's it goes even deeper. Let's just say. Let's just say they 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 like something pops up and they instantly retweet it. They retweet it and and it's and it's a, a picture of an underage girl and you just retweeted it to three million people. Now you got to you basically are guilty of being a a, 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 a internet per- a pervert. You know what I'm saying? Right. And all you did was retweet some shit to three million people, or five thousand or one thousand people. So you know what I'm saying? You know, some people got you know. Look at Alec Baldwin. You know, saying he tweeting next. Thing you know, he get off the plane and he got paparazzi, all just a couple of tweets. He done. He got. A, he done started a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's powerful. That just shows you how powerful Twitter is. Yeah, definitely, man. That's. But we we still say go ahead and go ahead and get on that as soon as you can. Uh, get yeah. that get them tweets going. In fact, I want to shout out uh, at Divas Dessert Bar. You guys follow at Divas Dessert Bar. That's that's actually mine and my wife's. Uh, that's our business. So we want you guys to follow that. And she's making dessert. She just made me some bread pudding that is off the fucking hook. I'll tell you about that. That's big. I'm loving that. Yeah, so, hell yeah. Hell so yeah. Follow us, and then and you'll get the thing to our Facebook account. And then, you know, Facebook is cool. So also... Um, Man, I I just want to do this because 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 you you are my age, uh, foot. So I'm gonna let you be in before we get to your other song. I'm gonna let you be in on the throwback song of the week, the hip hop classic, because this shit is one of my favorite, and and I know you're gonna love it too. You're kind of probably gonna be going crazy just like I will be once I start playing this. So right now, before we go any further, um, I see we have our our great. Uh, our great woman on the phone. She's on hold. She's ready to talk. Tell us what what she got going on, Sweet Gail. But before we get to Sweet Gail, let's get to this hip hop classic. Ha! You're gonna love this one, everybody. Soul Kitchen Radio, check it out. Here's another hip hop classic taking you back to the old school on Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, it's now the time.
Kitchen Radio, man, and and tell me you wasn't feeling that one foot. Oh man, I just sat back down. I was two stepping that whole song, man. <laughs> Trying to catch my breath right now, man. That's my era. That's when I was born. That's, that's when I was up doing music, man. Come that's on, that's hard. That's why I had to play that when you was on the phone, because you know why? Because this is us. You're tuned into the baddest radio show on the internet. Soul Kitchen Radio. 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 That's right. Remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you feeling that one? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. That's, yeah, that's old school. That's old school for sure. Well, well, me you say, wait a minute. Did he just say mini of jail? Mini of bill? Can we get back to some of that music right there? Bring, bring some of that back to these days now. If Cash can make some music like that, wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, that's. And it, it, it's just simple, it's simple rhymes with funky beats. That's pretty much what that was. Man. You know, and now, now you got this new song. Did you hear this new song from Lil Wayne? He's going to make everybody say, hella, hell yeah, hell yeah. Fucking ride, fucking ride, fucking ride. You hear that new song? No, Not me. It's probably going to be jamming. You know how that shit goes. Playing on Cameo the other day, and, and, and that's going to be his new, everybody's going to be saying, hell yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Fucking right, fucking right, fucking right. You know, I'll knock the next man's hustle, man. If he get it like that and doing his thing, go ahead and do your thing. I might not listen to it, but, you know, he found a way to get in and uh, and do what he's doing and make money at it. So I guess, you know, if that's what he's, you know, I guess that's what they call music. They go ahead, but like I said, I might not make the purchase, though. Yeah, you know what, I think... This this is this one's for for all the ladies. You know what the ladies need to do? I need to right. I know in my heart that there are so many women out there who are still ready to get on the cane train. <laughs> I'm asking all the ladies tonight to line up and jump on my train. You got to rephrase this. Woo woo! I'm right here. <laughs> the cane train. The cane train. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> the cane train stopped. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that. But uh, but uh, foot we're gonna, talking to foot right now from the Gutterman, um, Facebook.com/slash/Gutterman. I'm just gonna put that even though even if it's wrong, go to Facebook and search Gutterman, 
G-U-T-T-A-M-E-N, and you'll find our Facebook page right there. And it's probably at Gutterman on Twitter. He just forgot the password. But, yeah, um, shit. Or they can hit it at Gutterman.com. They can hit the website. They can get on it. All right, so we're going to play this groove real quick. We're going to get into the groove with Gutterman. And, and man, so now, now you know when you get back into the – when you get back into the studio next week, pull out them, pull out them horns, and, and make it hot. You know, that yes. Hopefully that Furious Five brought you back a little bit. You'd be like, oh wait a minute, let me just let me throw in a beep 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 beep, throw a horn here and a horn there and a whistle here and a whistle there, maybe a telephone ring for for all them people that's high. You know, on me, I think when I when I when I smoke, I remember listening to music and you can hear a telephone ring like faint in the background. Everybody starts reaching for their phones if they high. Do they do that on purpose? I don't I don't know. I, I know it happened to you before, man. You had to you listen to a song and all of a sudden you go, damn, why did they put that in that song? I think they did that shit on purpose. Just in case you was high and you listen to the song, they gonna put that in there. Oh, they got like they got like these TV shows, man, or commercials where the, the doorbell will ring and shit, and you get up and be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> but that's just the way that these new TVs are with that surround shit. But nah, I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I try not to. I try not to smoke nothing that make make me tweak out like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Can't be tweaking. Dude, I remember one of my favorite times. I remember we was hella high. We was watching the. Uh, the Tyson fight when Tyson bit off uh, what's his name ear, right? Yeah, Holyfield. The Holyfield's ear, and we wasn't even watching the fight. We was looking for the person in the background going, "Give me left, give me left, give me right." We're like, "That's him saying that shit." We <laughs> ain't <laughs> watching the fight. It's crazy. Hold on, Sweet Gail, you're on the phone. Go ahead and do your plug real quick. We yep. got foot. We got foot of the gutterman on the phone. Say hi to foot. Hey, Footy. Hey, what's going on? I mean, How you what? doing? How am I doing? I'm still looking for someone to exploit me in the show business so I can make some money. But I found a gold earring yesterday. It looked like a gold earring. So I went to the police station, the same police station that I turned in the ring before, and they wouldn't give me the paper. And I, uh, But anyway, what I'm trying to figure out, if it turns out to be gold, after a time maybe I'll get to own it. It had these ten little little stones in it. I don't know if they were diamond or fake. But I plan on going to sell it. If I get the ownership of it, but I can't figure out where I can sell it. We're not going to rob me. Mm. Yeah, because they got. I see all these advertisements. Seaside. Go to Seaside. Sell your gold. Sell your gold. Yeah. Give you a good price. But how the hell do you know what price? Block and a corner. You can bring it to a seaside. I, I, don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much you're gonna get for it, but it depends. If, if it's well, fake, you might not is, get shit. Well, yeah. I want to know. How you know if they're giving you a fair price? Who knows just, gold? Do you know gold? Just know you just know they're not, so, and, and deal with it. I know. You know what I always <laughs> say? I don't mind getting robbed, but I don't want to get robbed completely. Like the politicians in this country, I know they're stealing. But what I'm saying is the Democrats at least throw something back at the people. But the Republicans are so fucking greedy. They want it all, you know? That's what kills me. And then I'm off on my occupied stuff. That was the most ridiculous crap I ever did seen. I'm telling you. What did they accomplish? People were mad at me for saying this. But what did they accomplish? All they accomplished was making a mess 
making the city pay money to clean up after them. And the way to go is this. you got to go to work, pay your tax, and let the government piss it away. Unless you want to do some real work and get elected to public office. I mean, all that shit, laying on the sidewalk, drinking, smoking, <laughs> that, 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 and having riots and all that. It's all crap. It ain't doing nothing. What do they accomplish? Show me their accomplishment. Nothing. So you just go to work, fall in line like all the sheep, pay your tax, let the government piss it away, or you do some real work and get elected to public office. Now, that's real work. You know, or, you go out and, or, you go out, or you go out and sell a, a little gold earring. There you go, see? Hey. <laughs> With some big-ass diamonds in it. But I can't have to pay tax, so I get anything for it. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out how am I going to get a fair price, you know? <laughs> You're not. Like you, like you said, you're not going to get a set of tires. Go in there already knowing that you got the jar of Vaseline sitting there. Tell them at least dip one finger to help you out so it ain't all scratchy and dry. Go in there and tell them to <laughs> fly loose. So put good, the earring on the counter. Take your $5 and take your ass out of the store and get you something to drink. Call it fucking day. There you go. <laughs> no, no, but you don't know me. <laughs> me don't do that. Me make a big mess. Me got those people marching <laughs> at the police office yesterday. Because I was telling them about my last little adventure over there, about how the guy wouldn't give me the paperwork, you know. You did all that for a final earring? Hey, this thing had ten stones in it, and it was gold-looking. And those ten little stones are little diamonds, man, you know. But I don't know. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> wait a minute. I'll tell you what to do with that earring, okay? Yeah, well, I don't want to do that. That would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> so anyway, I want to know if you guys will help me with something And I don't know if it's politically correct or not But you guys are kind of out there anyway yeah, we don't I care. called this other radio station up And I did a little promotional thing there And they're trying to work on it But it's not so going so good So can I do it to you? or I don't know Do you know what, what I'm saying? Well, no, no, it's like this This other radio station, I want to give out the name First, I'll tell you the setup. I, okay. They were looking for something to do, so I, they said they wanted content. So I came up with this idea, a meal with Sweet Gale, and it goes like this. Uh, you sing your name in, not the you, it is other radio station. You sing your name in and your phone number, anyone 18 or over, and if enough people, then we're going to have a $10 McDonald gift certificate. You meet me over at 24th and McDonald for a meal with Sweet Gale, Plus, we see if they can video it and put it on the computer. Not your radio station. So can I give the name of the radio station out here? Uh, uh, no, we don't care. All right. It's called FCC Free Radio, and the show is called The Edge of Insanity. And this is not a romantic date. This is just a little comedy thing where you meet me at 24th and McDonald's, and you get a $10 gift certificate. You sing your name, your phone number, and we get enough people going around, we're going to draw out the winner. Or in the case you might want to put it, the loser who's going to have a meal with me, and maybe they're going to video it. Uh, it's open to everyone 18 and more. <laughs> we, we might not call it the winner, we might call it the loser. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so I was watching this old, yeah, I know. I was talking about yesterday. How I have never he sexually done. harassed Anyone, no, anyone, no, 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 and no, no. absolutely, the, 
I these are false accusations. <laughs> I'm not a pedophile. All right. I'm, I am not a pedophile. Let me make that clear. After 18, it's no more pedophilia. I don't know what this guy was telling me I was a pedophile for, because I told him after 18, it's no more pedophilia. You want to go have lunch with? You want to go have lunch with uh, Gail? Well, FCC Free Radio, Edgerman uh, Kennedy. But no, I, you know, I'm always into movies and stuff. You know. Let me, uh, it's a meal hey, hey, you know, because yesterday they were playing that nice movie Well, it was nice, it was very dramatic You know, A Raisin in the Sun with Sidney Poitier Wow Have you seen that lately? Do you recall the story? Was that on uh, on the Rossmore channel? Uh, no, Turner Classic Movies You know, The Raisin in the Sun about the family They got the insurance money and the son when and put it in an investment, the guy ran off and all that. Oh, wait a minute, sweet but Gail. Hold on, hold on a second, hold on. We'll get right back to you. Check it out. All right. Foot, back to you, man. It's, it's Soul Kitchen Radio. That's our very Gail. <laughs> Thank you for calling. She calls every week. We love we love sweet Gail. Shout out to her, man. Yikes. <laughs> Big shout out to her and her earring or whatever it is. <laughs> she off the chain. Definitely, man. She calls in every week with the same Crazy junk, um, but it's not junk, Gail. We love you. We love you. Okay. Anyway, let's get into the groove real quick, uh, Gutterman. Gutterman, this is a Gutterman groove right here on Soul Kitchen Radio, 714-694-4150. And we're going to talk about the Contra's Daughters when we come back. Uh, we lost special one of the Contra's Daughters this weekend, and, and we're going to talk about a bunch of other stuff. So hang in with us. Soul Kitchen Radio will be right back. Yeah. Yes, sir. With my third, it's my word. If you ever see me lose to a whack when a word, I'm screwed if it's really what you heard. But I'm truly superb with this game when I swerve. I ain't never ever been paid the cost when I floss. And you can tell a friend that you're snatched. She ain't really know what I can do. So she put up all them obstacles. And yo, I told her never stop the groove. Can't you see your man really getting hot with you? There's a lot to do. You got a lot to prove. And I can really give a damn. I can spot the truth. Now you can see me in a Benz or a Beamer. I've been with Benita. Bums what I need. Give me love. Back and forth. Forth and back. Back and forth. Forth and back. Back and forth. Forth and Of all the fame, the game so dirty, let the birdie fly west to teach the centerfold. My centerfold, the cool streak to bust the heavy load. Forever dash beats, let the people know. My seven cloud deep, sweet mother skin, arch with the southern bean. Hope you bought another friend. Some other tender lack until I put it in. I'm deadly from the back, ask your little friend. She pulled around the sack with the brain of a surgeon. Suburban to the deep throat, swollen from the bird. She hurting, but she learning at the same time. Right away, she feeling like she owned it mine. Remember, keep it cool, you're just a friend of mine. There's been a time or two when it was just you. Remember who? I remember. Back and forth, forth and back, back and forth, forth and back, back and forth, forth and back. Back and forth, forth and back, back and forth, forth and back, back and forth, forth and back, back and forth, forth and back. 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 Back and forth, forth and back
so you can feel it off the seat that's track. Your boy back, ain't got time to waste. So when it's beat drop, throw your hands up up in this place. Two-step to the delicate groove. A little something, something for the lady. Keep it nice and smooth. Melodic melodies to soothe your soul. Picture perfect precision. My ism is like more Coco. Yeah, you know I got mouthpiece. Impeccable gang, tremendous swagger. I'll be doing my thing. Sideways to the little stuff. Seen little mama got a holly up. What your name is, where you come from? Don't you know what's here, you're the young one. Been here for a minute, ain't gon' go nowhere. Your boy is black, and I don't care. Back and forth, forth and back, back and forth, forth and back, back and forth, forth and back. Soul Kitchen Radio. 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 All right, so that was that back and forth, forth and back, and but it's called groove. Yeah, that was jamming. Man, that was jamming. You called. Why'd you call it back and forth? When or it's called groove, not back and forth. Well, that's just it's groove. That's just the that's just the, the the feel of the song. So we just kind of just like just that groove to it, you know. But uh, that back and forth was just, just, just something to get the people to groove it, you know what I mean? Just to get them to move it. Just go back and forth like a little old school step. Yeah, that, that, I'm telling you, I, I can see your uh, I can see your, your age in, in the music, and, and it's good. That's a good thing. Oh, thanks you know? a lot. Thanks a lot. Well, I think we had your, the horns that she was talking about was in there, weren't they? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We just need to get Gail in there going, Give me exclusive, give me. <laughs> <laughs> she always say, uh, Exploit me. Exploit me. Exploit me. Exploit me. Go, Gary. Make it happen. All right. So, once again, once again, uh, Foot from the Gutterman is on the phone. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. You can follow them on Twitter. Uh, go to Facebook, go to guttermen.com. Album is dropping when and, and these songs right that you just that we just played, those are available for free or are they available on iTunes? You know what? They're available free. They can go to the government.com. They can download them there. They can go to Reverb Nation, download them there. There's a couple more songs I think on there too. Also, they can go there and just snatch and do what they do with them. Okay, so are you guys waiting on like a, a 360 deal? If somebody came to you and said, hey, we, we like that. <laughs> Let's let's give you a three. We want a three sixty deal. Uh, would you take it? Nah, I'm good. So I can give all of it back to them. They gonna charge me? <laughs> nah. You know, it's funny that uh, before I didn't even know about the three sixty deal. A, a boy of mine had put this big old. Uh, oh, he got sorry, sorry. They had put something up on YouTube or Facebook. And, uh, I forgot the cast name who was dropping about the three sixty deal. I didn't know nothing about it. So I was just I wasn't worried about even signing nothing anyway. I was trying to stay just indie as possible. Uh, right. But it was it was a trip because uh, like I said I'm old so I, some of the stuff I hear I forget so I have to go back and listen to it again because I'm always moving 
I'm not, I'm not sitting still in one spot. I'm not going no no weeds and no cobwebs under nothing. So I'll go back and listen to it and hear what it, the cat. I forgot what the cat's name was, and he was talking about all the money he was making and just trying to figure out why am I going to go back and sign this deal and start giving him my money for what? If you if I'm if I'm already if I'm already selling a hundred some thousand units and and if, I, if I'm making six seven dollars off of each unit, so why would I want to fuck with them? You know what I mean? Is it turn around and give them all? They give them the money? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Right. I'll just say, uh, how you doing? This big on me, Uh Yeah, I was just saying that uh, 360 deals uh, for some people may be good, some for some may be bad. You just have to realize that if you do it, continue to do it independently. Like, like put it like this: Cash Money to some people is an independent label, but Cash Money is a major label because they really. You know they got all the everything in house, all the you know all the you know interns and the you know the different departments, the video video department, the people who work the radio, you know you know they got everybody that's working as one big machine. Whereas, you know you know a lot of a lot of rappers are independent. You know like myself and a bunch of other people I know that pretty much do a lot of stuff in house and and outsource for certain things. You know what I'm saying, but. 360 deals, you just had to sit back, bro, and perform. And I think that at some point in time, an artist would love to be in a position where all they got to do is just sit back, create, write music, be in the studio, smoke, drink, eat, whatever they do, and just do music and know that they still going to get, you know, their shows and they, and they, you know, and they, you know, their merchandise taken care of, you know what I mean? Their bookings, is, they don't have to worry about nobody, you know, they don't have to worry about booking their own shows. They don't have to worry about none of that. You know what I'm saying? So for some people that may be good, for some people that may be bad. Yeah. What you there? Yeah, yeah, man. So my bad, man. I, I heard everything you said. My my some of my son was pulling up in the car, almost hit my house. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no, I heard everything he was talking about. <laughs> you know, you gotta watch everything around this motherfucker. I was looking out here like, what the hell is he doing? But no, I, I hear you. I hear you on that. Uh, my question is on 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 three sixty. Uh. From what I what I had remembered was the fact that uh they were saying that you would actually be the any contracts that you and you told me if I'm wrong if that you know you any any money that they had given you that money would be paid back to them they would well they would take their cut and then out of your cut they would be taking that percentage to get paid back from them now is that true or not you know you have to understand that you know every every a major label is just like a bank you know what I mean because you know. To really get this shit cracking the way you want to in this industry, you need money. So these these majors, these, you know, that's why a lot of people that sign the contracts, a lot of these people that that actually do the signings are lawyers because you know they want you know the label they invest this money, they want to make sure they get their money back. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if they give yeah, you, you know, on a 360 deal, they if they give you some cat some cat off the streets, you know, you can't just walk in to be a very Wells Fargo and somebody give you a million dollars. That'll never happen. I don't give a damn if you got a 750 credit score and, and been working at your job for 25 years and making 100,000 a year, you're not going to get a million dollars. So they're going to give you they you come they come into you saying, "Okay, we'll give you a million dollars for maybe let's say 5 years and we get a percentage of all your shows, but we hook up your shows, you know what I mean? Uh, granted if we you know, we say you're going overseas, you're going overseas. If we say you're doing 100 shows, you're doing 100 shows. Kind of like Mike like Mike Jack when before he went out of the game, he basically had you know, it was going to be a 360 deal where they gave him a certain amount of money to get out of debt. But then you a slave. You basically, you, you, if you can't, let's say if you can't perform a show, 
then that's that's your on your liability. But at the same time, like somebody like Madonna who get like seventy million and then she and then she just sit back and they take care of everything, it's an excellent situation for her. If you don't yeah, feel like you're gonna recoup if you don't feel like you're gonna recoup the, the major label back their money, then what what are you in it for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, for just 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 to get your little upfront money and then you gonna just go sit and play Xbox or you gonna you know what I mean? No, yeah. so it's like you know, so if you if if some if 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 this label give you, you know, come at at the average cat and say, here I got a million dollars for you, you figure how much how long is how long is it gonna take you as an individual to make a million dollars working whatever job you work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's you wouldn't never get it. A lot of cats are gonna jump on it. Yeah. All right, but I'm telling you, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna get. It's gonna take. I'm you gonna sign this five year contract? Just give me five years of your life. And you're gonna fulfill that contract. Here go your, you know what I'm saying? And and not just that, but we're gonna create your, you know, give you more money to help your brand so that you can, you know, you know, be able to still twerk and move after the contract is over with. You know what I'm saying? That'd be a good deal so like, right there. Yeah. So like I said, it's good for some people. It's not good for some. I, I, I hear a lot of people and they say they wouldn't take a 360 deal, and I'd be like, shit. You know what I'm saying? If somebody come at you right now and say, hey, uh, at 43, or 43, I'm going to give you a, a contract for five years, so that means you'll be working till you 50, what, with, uh, 48, and you're going to have, you're going to have a meal ticket, you're going to have a meal ticket, and we go going to shows, and shit, you better sign that 360. Shit, you put that million in my hand, watch how quick I flip that motherfucker, too, but yeah. You got somebody from the 205 on the phone, who's that? What's up? What's good, man? Blast your thoughts calling in. I was just listening to your radio show. Okay, uh, cool, no. cool. So if you want to call, you want you got something to say? Or you just want to listen. I'm calling uh, from Birmingham, man. I got a uh, a website called BlastYourThoughts.com where I promote independent artists. So I've been, you know, just on blog talk, man, listening to see what for other people, artists, independent artists, going to, and y'all on a good subject right now, man. Yeah, yeah, we we got a whole lot going on, man. What's your show? You got a show on Blog Talk? Yeah, I also got a show called. Uh, it's Blast Your Thoughts Radio Online. Oh, Blast Your Thoughts Radio. On, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I play independent artists from my website and promote them and also models, too. That's all you got good. any kind of question? Uh, man, actually, man, I'm just listening, man, just trying to get a feel, you know, uh, de- definitely about the 360 deal. And uh, just about different things I can bring up and different topics I can start, you know, pushing and going forward with, man. Just a learning lesson right now. Yeah, but I, let me just say this. Let me just say this: that a 360 deal, uh, you know, people can say what they want, but it's, it, it's a blessing. It's a blessing and it's a curse. You know what I'm saying? You just, it's it's, it's no different than, uh, in a, like, okay, Albert. Let's take Albert Pujols. You know, Albert Pujols basically he signed for 250 million, but he's there for 10, 10 years. Like they own him for 10 years. You know what I'm saying? He's not going nowhere. If they say you're gonna go to the, over here and uh, and promote this, you're gonna do that. If you if you got, you know what I'm saying, he has a no trade clause, so he knows for a fact for ten years he's gonna be in Anaheim. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's the form of a 360 deal. So it's just it gives you security. You know you have security because you know they can sue you. Yeah, but yeah, you can sue them. They already have it right and say that we're gonna hook up these shows, but. I mean, if you if if you if you somebody who don't like to travel and all that, or you know, then you may not want to sign a three sixty. But they wouldn't even approach you unless you already had, you know, did your due diligence. They not just go, hey, how you doing? I, I like your single. You want a three sixty? You know what I'm saying? That that shit ain't gonna happen like that. But 
You know, they, they if you got a catalog and you already doing this, like if I offer somebody, if you offer somebody like Tech Nine, somebody that like Tech Nine that already got a fan, a following, he already do million, you know, thousands of shows, and you know, and then I'm a major label like like you know, you know, big whatever the biggest label that's popping like maybe a Def Jam, I don't know, and they came at, at, at Tech Nine and said, hey man, we want to give you ten million for seven years. And, and you know we want an album per year, and we want to do control all your merch, and so you had to weigh it out. You had to say, shit, ten million? Can I make that much money by myself doing my own thing, or do I? You know, it's, it's as artists, it's a business, so you had to think of every aspect of that shit nowadays. Yeah, you know, and Tech Nine's been through that. They they have uh, people coming at them all the time, and and for him, it wasn't right. They said, hell no, we can make more than that every show. You know, we can make more than that in a year because we make. They 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 break down. I think he was saying they they make a couple million in like a couple months as far as merchandise and and everything. So and that's all there. They don't have to share that with no record label. They just share it between them and who's who's in their crew. So like like I said, for some people it's just not good. For some people it's a blessing. You know, it's like winning a lottery. It's all about the ago, you know. Making your work ethic would make you sign that deal. Carter, how hard are you willing to work make you sign that deal? That's that's basically it. Exactly. You know, you're just lazy, you know, you just want to write. Well, not actually lazy, but you just want to stick to your craft and just write and put your music out, and that's all you folk really care about. You don't have any business training. And it's good to sign a 360 deal, but if you got a business mind and you like, you know, controlling what you do, then it's, it's, it's a disadvantage to me totally. Yeah, because those those three sixty deals, those three sixty deals, in most cases, they come with you know ethic clauses like you know you maybe you can't you can't do drugs, you know what I'm saying? Just certain you can't do nothing to hinder your you know because they work they make money off your brand, so if you can't yeah. say certain shit on Twitter, it's just certain things you can't do. So you know what I mean, which which is understandable. But like I said, that athletes sign you know some different form of a 360 deal all the time you know every time somebody buy a, a, a lebron james jersey you know what i mean or, and a, a t-shirt a, a you know <laughs> socks or you know every all the little branding stuff he got you know that comes in that that's incorporated in that big you know that big lump sum that they sign yeah. to some, to some degree not all the time though you know once you, once you break that Look, once you break once you break that contract, it's a wrap. You owe them that money back, right? And, right. and, and, and it's over. Then you gotta look for another one. So right, but they, that's what I'm saying. They can sue you for you know they sue you for you know breach of contract and and sue you for money that they would have probably you know that they, they may have made if had you wouldn't you know what I mean? So you know, it's sick. Okay, except foolishness. Man, <laughs> EBT. <laughs> hey, you can say you can send all the good three sixty contracts to the forty three old guy. He'll take them. <laughs> Look, guy, you want all right? Hey, you know what? I want to I want to touch on something though. The fact that you, you know a lot of independent artists don't really I might not catch it and stuff like that. But being the fact that you bring bring up Tech Nine, I studied uh, Tech Nine's merchandising back in the days. He's a monster. He doesn't yeah. play. He does not play. I've been I've been to a show. I went to a show just to stand at his merchandise. Because I make all that merchandise at the crib right here in my shop. I can do all that. And the thing about it is I've studied so hard looking at his shit. And I'm sitting here looking at this. Like I said, this cat has got fucking hockey jerseys, panties, beanies, hats, fucking you name it, masks. This cat has got everything. He is a beast when it comes to that. Tech Nine don't have to sign shit. That cat is doing it. 
One thing we have to realize and understand, man, is that, you know, the United States and the world in general is full of millions of people, man, and and you just trying to you you just trying to command the attention of you know a couple hundred thousand if you can. You got to think out of all yeah. those millions of people. If I can control, if I can you know tap into a couple hundred thousand people that I know that you know that you know that you know I can show them love and they can show me love back and and, and we can grow together for you know ten, fifteen, twenty year period. And in some cases, they kids you know keep the tradition going. You know that's you know that's big. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah, you know that's yeah. but that's what that's what everybody hopes to. It's like when you watch when I be watching, you know, some of these new young cats that's coming up, Machine Gun Kelly, and you know all these you know all these cats, man, and they doing shows, man, and they got all these people, man, all you know just you know in love with them and infatuated and just do anything you know they say and go to the merch booth and all that. That's what you want to capture, you know what I mean? So you gotta. I take it take you doing your due diligence, man, and having confidence in yourself and stepping out on faith and making it happen. Yep. yep. And there's a fan base out there for everybody, man. You just gotta tap into it and go get it. You know, one one thing we right. wanna do, uh put that was me that just called you, man. So that nine two five number? Yeah. Did you get that? That's me. I just locked you in. Um I'm locked me in because I'm definitely gonna give it to you with you on this merchandise thing. And one another guy that could really use your merchandise uh, uh, stuff is probably Prodigy, Young Prod. What's up, Young Prod? What's good, man? What's cracking? Oh, chilling, man. We talking to Foot from the Gutterman and uh, and me and O'Meezy, and you know we all in here. So just wanted to get you in real quick. Uh, Foot, real quick before you yes. go, I want you to I want you to check this out. Since you you in my age range, you should tell me what year was this. Here it goes. So much for that. Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. Guess what year that was? What year was that? Copy of it. it goes right here. <laughs> 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 
You know you are for that one. <laughs> That's his own Yeah. That's good. All right, so so put one more time, you can follow him on Twitter, follow him on Facebook and go gutterman.com and and I'm going to definitely hit you about your about some shirts and stuff cuz I need some Soul Kitchen Radio shirts I can give away online and, and I can give away during the show. In fact, I do have some merchandise I'm going to give away on the show right now, so if anybody wants some, uh hit me on Twitter at Soul Kit Radio. The next 3 people that follow me and and mention my name on Twitter, I'm going to send you a I'm going to send you a Soul Kitchen Radio prize pack. So so do that. And and uh Foot, thanks a lot for coming on the show, man. Gutter man. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanna say big up to y'all man for definitely giving me the opportunity to get you know, to get down with you guys for a little while here, man. And uh wanna say big up to Alita man for, you know, definitely plugging it all together. And like I said, man, you need anything, get at me. It's happening. I wanna say big up to Dash, big up to intense entertainment, and big up to Soul Kitchen, you know how we do it, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. So right now what we wanna talk about is uh we want to get into this another hip hop classic, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it. We lost a special one, and, and it was a special one from Conscious Daughter. She she was uh, found found dead over the weekend. So we'll get into the story, and we're going to get into the we're going to get into what happened, and uh, you know, maybe some people will call if you got some condolences you want to say. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. We'll be right back. Soul Kitchen Radio. Here it goes. Here's another hip-hop classic. Taking you back to the old school. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen... Shit. 
Four six nine four forty one fifty. Soul Kitchen Radio. What's up? You're tuned into the baddest radio show on the internet. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. All right, Soul Kitchen Radio. We're back. That was that special, that funky expedition. Man, I love that song. Amazing. Can you just nod to that every time you hear it? That's a that's a that's a certified knock, man. That's that's like one of my favorite songs right there, bro. Oh man, you you just feel it. I, I I could play that song over and over and over again, and That's keep true. just keep nodding my head to that shit, man. So this is this is the this is what I got off of Yahoo. So I'm gonna read it real quick. Special one to MC who has who as one half of the Oakland based duo Katz's Daughters, rep for female rhymers in the mid '90s, proving that dudes didn't have a monopoly on hard edge West Coast rap. Was found dead on Saturday, December 10th. Yahoo Music reports. She was discovered by in her apartment by Carla CMG Green, her partner on the Daughters, three studio albums, Ear to the Streets, 1993, Gamers, 1996, and the Nutcracker Suite, 2009. The cause of death is not yet known. Thank you to everyone for your prayers. I need them, Green wrote on her Facebook page. I'm sick over the loss of my sister. 
born Carol Smith, special one. All right, born Carol Smith, special one achieved modest fame in 1993 when the group's debut reached number 126 on the Billboard 200. The single was something to ride to, Funky Expedition, and we rolled deep for both minor hits, and the daughters earned uh, plaudits for mixing street attitude with female empowerment. According to the MTV's Rap, Big, Rap Fix blog, Special One of CMG had been prepping songs for a fourth Conscious Daughters album. The hip-hop vets had recently parted company with Paris, the San Francisco rapper who released their previous records and linked the distribution deal with Sony Red. So they just got a distribution deal with Sony Red. And when I remember I asked you about Paris earlier. Yeah. It turns out that she wasn't going out with Paris. He was he was pushing their music I guess. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, they, 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 he the one that discovered them or something. I don't know. I don't know the whole story. I just know that Paris came, did his thing, and then they came and he he produced them or what have you. That's a sick ass track though. I know that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Their their shit was dope. I like their stuff. Uh, Pride, you were young. You were young. Can you remember Funky Expedition? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I always I always say you're young, like you're 18 or something. You're not 18. Like, yeah, I feel like it, though. Like 23. <laughs> 28. 28, okay. You on the toilet? Nah, yeah. That, that's like some of the first music I used to listen to, you know? Definitely. What you doing, man? You in the hall? Nah, I just uh got my little kid in the bath. You know, I had to come here and watch him real quick. Oh, okay. Oh, you're washing your son in the bathroom. That's good. In yeah. the in the bathtub. In the toilet. In the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> now you'd be hearing a lot of something else if I was on the toilet, fool. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good, but uh, you know, shout out to shout out to the conscious daughters, man, a special one. I remember them from when, when they first came out. You know, I was I remember Paris. I remember Paris when he played flag football. For the intramural sports at UC Davis, and I used to hang with uh, with my man uh, DJ Washington, uh, and me and him we used to mix around in his house. This is like maybe 1990, 89, 90. We right. used to, yeah, we used to we used to kick it, and then Paris was Paris would come over, and we kick it, and then and then he dropped his album, and I didn't know. I was like, wow, this dude. Every time I heard him. Every time I hear Paris and I think of Paris, I think, wow, he went to UC Davis. You know, smart dude. So then he discovered the conscious daughter. So shout out to Special One and their whole family. So anybody got condolences, 714-694-4150. You know, that's a huge loss because they were just coming out with their fourth album. I didn't even know they dropped the album in 2009. Shame on me, huh? Yeah, Joe, was it Jill of All Trades? It was called the Nutcracker Suite. Oh, okay. I know they was working on another one. I think it's called Jills uh, of All Trades or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I they definitely, kind of Dart is definitely friends of mine. You know what I'm saying? I've been seeing them all over the years. I, I think the last time I seen her was at uh, I think Cavio's uh, barbecue or something out there, out there in the Sassoon or something like that. But yeah, I was at actually at the, uh, Sugar T's birthday was Saturday, so she had something out there in Pleasanton at this club. They got out there, it's a big ass club. And uh, we was in there kicking it, and uh, and uh, I was going through the Twitter, and then a couple seen a couple of people on there, 
was talking about it and he was like, is it true? And I, I instantly hit, uh, you know, cause I, I talked to CMG. So I hit up CMG and she was like, yeah, she, you know, she was like, unfortunately it's true. And she, and she was like, I'm a, t- I'm a, uh, you know, she told she hit me and told me that, you know, what was the, you know, she, you know, she found her basically that she went missing and basically they, uh, they went to go look for her and whatnot and found her. So yeah, this shit is crazy. Yeah. It's terrible, man. So many people have been dying. Towards the end of this year, hell of people have been dying this year. Yeah, stress. It's, I think it's a lot of. It's got a lot to do with stress. I think it's, is it normal? Because it doesn't seem like a normal that all these people are dying like within the next couple, the last couple months. Uh, I think I just think it's stress, bro. I think a lot of people just uh probably I don't know I can, I don't know her her what you know we had to find out what the what the. You know what's the what on that one? Prognosis, yeah. Yeah, but basically, you know, uh, I don't know. A lot of people trying, to, a lot of people stressed out, and you know, or trying to do too much, or you know, what I'm saying, not you're just not working. I don't know which. You know, if we knew that, then you know, we we had to, pro- to, to solve another problem. But it's crazy. Right, right. Okay, well, special one. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to the Conscious Daughters and everybody everybody that loves the Conscious Daughters. They did put it down. They were, I would call them legends of, of female hip-hop in, in the Bay Area, you know? Oh, certainly. Yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they, they brought it to a whole new level. They brought they brought female rap to to the streets, I guess you could say. I mean, they made it they, they, just, just the funky expedition. And and they brought female rap into the club where where you're not listening to no. They was like like street and gutter, just like like gutter. Oh, yeah, on some mob shit. Yeah, they was on some mob shit, and it was real shit because you know anybody from the Bay knows that that's pretty much how how you roll out out in the Bay, you know. And and it was cool, and probably anywhere in the streets. Right. So, not just the Bay Area, but. I want to get into uh, some other shit. We got the we got the Roy Wood Jr. prank call coming up, and and that's hilarious. I got a funny one for you, and also I got a little more Herman Cain stuff. So this this something, this is a good song that uh, that they made together for Herman Cain. Do I have it? I don't think I hit it. I'll, I'm gonna give you this right here, Herman Cain. We're gonna talk a little bit about Herman Cain right now. Here, check it out. Was this an affair? No, it was not. There was no sex? No. None? No. Everybody knows this candidacy is basically dead. Herman Cain got some problems. <laughs> you know, Herman, Herman needs to quit talking to women, period. I wanted to come out and give my side before it was thrown out there and made out to be something, you know, filthy. He made it very intriguing. It was fun. It was something that took me away from my sort of humdrum life at the time. All right, so Herman Cain is is harassing people, giving on the Cain train. Yeah, that was a long ass time though. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, you gotta think, man. You, gotta, I, you know, we gotta look at the situation because most in most cases, you talking about shit that happened in the early '90s, but mid '90s, bro. Come on, man. If you know, if so many people got so many skeletons in their closet, does that if they, if you know what I mean, if you ever made it big, some shit might just pop up. You never know. I don't know shit. You never know. You just can't never tell who gonna say something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you touched my leg. My, you touched my leg in '96. Good lord. So he, you know what I mean? 
But if you but you running for president and if, and and if you got to deal with the repercussions of whatever, you know what I'm saying? It all comes out. Everything everything comes out of the closet when you start running for president. Oh, off top. That's why a lot of these candidates ain't running because they don't, you know, they know that they they don't they that their records is you know is is ble- they got blemishes that you know if you run for president you you got to, you got to go through the vetting process and you got to. CIA, you know, going through all your information and the IRS going through your your tax returns and they know how much you made and how much you lost and all that shit is public knowledge before you even before you even get elected. Exactly. You may not even get elected and your shit is all just all just between them and TMZ, your whole life story is out in the streets. <laughs> so you don't have no you don't have no recourse but to do a reality show cause shit everybody know you business anyway. You might as well make money on it. That's right. That's Crazy. How about that Alec Baldwin stuff, man? Um, when he got kicked off of the plane over words with friends. You play words with friends, Omizi? Nah, man. Well, I, I definitely be on my phone, be on my phone and on my iPad and shit. And sometimes they be taking it, they be taking it too far. And cause see, first of all, uh, you know I'm a frequent flyer. You know what I mean? And you, you know, you if you fly all the time, basically. The, the 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 airline should be happy that you you know are bringing them that good frequent flyer business you know what I'm saying and sometimes just like just like before when the when the uh, flight attendant you know got pissed and and popped a beer and opened up the escape hatch and jumped out and shit like they be you know <laughs> no, look, they be on they they be on they little periods and shit too you know what I'm saying so but but they 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 period ain't got shit to do with you as a as somebody that's bringing business today's situation and first of all Alex Baldwin was in Baldwin was in, in first class they give you any they give you alcohol bro as soon as you get on the plane if you're in first class so you ain't tell me you're gonna be tri- you serving me alcohol while we while we at the gate but yet I can't be playing you know my little angry birds or my little whatever that is and they still at the gate though bro you still got a backup you still got a once the plane back up it's still gonna sit on the runway for a hot second before you get clearance, but if you still docked and the, and the neck is still connected to the plane, bro, you you got about fifteen minutes before you even back up. So some of them be taking it, they be taking it too deep, because who obviously whoever the flight attendant was, they knew that that was Alec Baldwin, you know. So she felt like she wanted to be powerful and and and, and talk to him and check him and shit. You know, he ain't used to being checked, you know what I'm saying? So he get up and and I can say that they said he he was he was forceful with the uh with the bathroom door. Anybody that been on the plane know that the technology of that door is so ancient. It, just to close the doors, it made hella noise when you close it. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I feel where he coming from, dude, because you know he probably deal with a lot of stress, man. And, and if that's what if that's what takes his mind off the situation and he's in the middle of some shit, because you know with iPhones and iPads. You hit the button and then it winds down. It takes it, you know, you, you have to finish your little whatever you was doing, close out some shit. You gotta let it, you know, slowly turn off. That could take a minute. Maybe it not be to they prescribe quickness and shit, but you know they have to have a little patience and they want to hurry up and get their shifts over. But still, you 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 are a customer, and I think the customers always come first. Period. Definitely, and this is something that Alec Baldwin put together for them. Check it out. This week, actor Alec Baldwin was kicked off an American Airlines flight after he refused to turn off his phone and stop playing words with friends. Now, here to comment, the pilot of that flight, Captain Steve Rogers. (laughs) Captain Rogers, 
What's your take on the events of last Wednesday? It was awful, Seth, uh, which is why it was very important for me to come here tonight and on behalf of everyone at American Airlines issue an apology to Mr. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Alec, are you sure this is the right way to handle it? Yeah, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You, Captain Rogers, want to apologize to Alec Baldwin. Yes. Mr. Baldwin is an American treasure. And I am ashamed of the way he was treated. I mean, what harm would it do to let him keep playing his game? Not any game, mind you, but a word game for smart people. <laughs> 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 hey, that's real though. Hey, no words with friends. I mean, I play it all the time. If you if you see me on Facebook, you see me on Twitter. Um, I always play words with friends. In fact, I'm playing right now against against Divas Two Radio, who who's also got a radio show here on Blog Talk, and and Michaela. Me and her go back and forth with this words with friends stuff. So shout out to her. And um, oh, Omizi, yeah, it's on her show. She wants us on her show uh, on the 23rd. Can you do something on the 23rd that night? Yeah, let's make it happen. Okay. She wants to interview us and, and talk about Soul Kitchen Radio. That's good. And, and um, what I was going to say, damn, I damn near lost my train of thought. Damn, <laughs> I, had, I had a good point, too, that I was going to drop on it. But you just had to, you had to pull out that last little bit. But it's good. Yeah, let's do the show. It's good. Yeah, there she is. Michaela, what's happening? Hey, how are you? Good, good. So uh, I was just talking to Omizi. We're going to do your show on the 23rd. Yes. Uh, you're going to hear about uh So we're going to bring Soul Kitchen Radio to, to to your show, Divas 2 Radio. Which is the bomb. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm so glad. I just heard you talking about uh, words with friends. Is that what you're talking right. about? Yeah, yeah. We were talking about Alec Baldwin. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and his whole... But the same thing, same thing. Same thing. Okay, okay. I, I love that game. It's so addictive. Yeah, and I was just telling them how uh, how you keep fucking coming up and beating me, 158, 135. I don't know where you get these words from, but, but you're definitely doing them. Yeah, you came, wait, you came on and you said, you said, oh, okay, I see you do radio. Let me see if you can work it on WWF. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't fuck this shit, okay? That's why I'm a damn diva. <laughs> All right, we got another call, 714. Who's this? This is uh, Dirty Dave. Dirty Dave? What's up, man? Where you calling from? Say, man, I'm over here on Tim Street. Okay, what's up, Dirty Dave? What's the word? Oh, we out here doing it. We we out here doing it, man, smoking all kinds of drugs and, and you know, doing it big. <laughs> Dirty Dave is out there doing it big. Man, so so what's what's the word of the day, Dirty Day? What you doing for uh, what you doing for uh, uh, Christmas? What you got planned? Oh, I'm gonna go eat over at the shelter. Okay, yeah. What they got for you at the shelter, man? Uh, chicken, you know, vegetables, regular food. Okay, hey, I got a song for you, Dirty Dave. Check it out. All right. This week, actor Alec Baldwin. That's for you, Dirty Dave. How you like that one, man? 
two words for you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> this is Ray Rax of the Flood. You rocking with big old Meezy and Slicks, Soul Kitchen Radio. <laughs> All right. How you like that? <laughs> yeah, Dirty Dave hung up. Two words, bruh. Fuck you. <laughs> two words, homie. That's how we do it on, on this show, Michaela. But Ellis. Hey, hey. Look, I, I was going to say, that's my producer's favorite word. She puts that out all day long. My favorite word is bullshit. You get off my line, I will tell you, that's bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, that's crazy. Cool, cool. How so do you feel about, about the Alec Baldwin thing? You know, I'm still catching up on it. I'm, I'm hoping y'all can fill me in. Because, you know, oh, yeah. I, do, I do the entertainment edition on Friday, and we talk about some stuff. I know Friday we were talking, we just got to talking about Dagon, Will, and Jada Pinkett, and, and their issues are whether they're gay or not, which is what I thought the issue was to begin with. I said, I bet you if somebody coming up there trying to do some stuff with another partner, and uh, their stuff got out. And, and now it's all twisted up. So, you know, then we got Alec Baldwin. I'm trying to keep up on that already. That's going. That's 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 the Alec Baldwin thing. That's going. That's probably. I mean, that's probably made. Uh, I guess whoever owns uh, the wordplay game, who owns that, they finna make a whole a whole shitload of money. Cause I didn't even know nothing about that game. I, I play the Angry Birds sometimes, but that'd be nerve wracking. But what is it called? Wordplay. Words with friends. Words with friends. That shit's probably finna be out of here. Words with friends. Course. As far as they they little stock hop, you know, but and but but you would think you would think with with American Airlines about to go or going bankrupt that they would be happy that some somebody like Alec Baldwin who probably don't even have to uh, fly, uh, you know, but they get on they we get on their line if they fly on the private jets and shit where they gotta go because they say it's not good for the environment. But when he do decide he wanted to, because you know when you're on a, fri- a private plane, shit that you don't have nobody telling you when to turn off your your, your iPads and all that shit. You you do what you want to do, you know, on your right. on your own private plane. So he's somebody that could, that I'm sure has enough money to fly a private private plane, a private jet. But he you know he but he chooses to, you know I guess to fly you know regular. But so when he does choose to fly American Airlines, that's you know then they treat him like that. You know, so I, I I feel like it's backwards my my own self. Well, look, somebody else who was on the phone on the plane with him, and and he was an eyewitness was Oscar De La Hoya. He was yeah, De La Hoya. Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah check it out. Here's here's the clip. Here's what he had to say. I actually uh, felt uh, Alec Baldwin. I mean, was turning off uh, turning off his devices, and I uh, he just got a little angry. He was on his on his phone, and he didn't want to get off the phone. Then he snuck into the bathroom and became a little bit irate, and they had to remove him from the flight. So that's that's that's, that's some, crazy. There's some eyewitnesses that was on the uh, on the flight with Alec Baldwin. Maybe hey, they, when when you sit on that plane, man, they be coming at you all kind of different ways. Some they of them be do. nice, and they be like, "Please turn your phone off," and others be like, "You're gonna need to shut that off." <laughs> like, like, <"Ooh." laughs> you so, know, I was Alex, gonna, I was go gonna say with um, Alec Baldwin and the whole telephone thing. There was a time that you can use your phone in certain hospitals because of rate because it affected the cardiology and the radiology department and because of the technology with phones and also those items those postings are no 
not necessarily posted any longer because they're they're not they're not updated. You know, that was before when cell phones carried a very, very strong uh particular frequency that did interfere but because now we have so many cell towers that hold those frequencies they may not jump. And so, you know, I know years ago Snoop Dogg and who was it, Kevin Hart and somebody else did that airplane. Right, right. And, yeah. and that was I mean what besides him, you know, smoking too much and crash trying to crash the plane, they had an issue. There was a scene on there about the cell phone use and how it would affect the airplane, you know, flying. And so we still, if I see somebody pull out a device, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Is the cabin going to lose pressure? <laughs> <laughs> Are the doors going to fly open? Because, you know, and people underestimate how energy, uh, personal energy, as well as electronic energy can affect uh, a large device or a large um uh, vessel such as a plane and it can because i know there's you know i know people that can walk in a room and change the energy in in the room really quick i mean the lights might flicker because their energy is so heavy so if you can imagine let's say 200 people on a flight and their energies are are already flared some are 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 upset people are hurried they might have missed they're about to miss a flight you have people who are scared on the flight so all of that bad crazy energy is on the flight then and then you have your ones that say, okay, well, look, just give me a drink. I'm gonna get through this. Yeah, and then and then wait a minute. But when you get thirty thousand feet in the air, they turn on their. Uh, well, I think I think the whole thing is is just the the beginning because it's so critical for the instruments to work well during takeoff and and landing. I mean, that's that's probably the most critical time. Of of the flight when you're in the air, sure it's critical, but you could be on your phone. Right, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Yeah. So it's more important to have to have it turned off when you're on the ground than it is when you're thirty thousand feet up in the air. No, yeah. Take off, take off. Yeah, because like, off. all the instruments um, are engaging. They're so all they engaging. So, so so they disengage when you get in the air. Yeah, when they disengage, you don't have to directly with the. No, they don't disengage. They do not disengage when you get in the air. <laughs> no, I don't think flight they. Attendants, the flight attendants, the flight attendants want your undivided attention. You know what I'm saying? They want you to turn everything off so you can hear their little spill, which is cool. You're supposed to hear that, but I just feel if you still at the, I, I don't turn my my stuff off until we back up. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about like the the um the neck of the plane, you know, turns, you know, and the neck is disconnected from the plane and then you and you and you start, you know, backing up. Then I turn mine off, you know, get my last little calls in, tell people I love them cuz I'm about to fly in the sky and the plane might crash and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, know, you got to get all that. Now, if I'm in the middle of a conversation with my daughter or something, and you walk by and I'm and she telling me a story and shit, this might be my last little opportunity <laughs> to say some shit to my family. So you need to let me get that out. That's all. That is something. But look, people have done some crazy stuff while <laughs> en route to wherever, whether they're in a car, plane, whatever vehicle, and they're so engrossed in their game or let's say their tweet that they they missed the boat so like what was it several years ago he was a very very famous actor or i want to say photographer you guys have to correct me if i'm wrong but he was tweeting and in the middle of his tweet he tweeted himself off of the cliff 
and he wanted to tweet about his dog. Wow. And he tweeted himself off the cliff. And the last tweet was, oh, my dog, look at this cute picture of my dog. And I guess he was going to take a picture of his dog. He knew there was, I guess, a turn. Wow. Off the embankment. Right. And he he didn't make the turn and flew off the cliff. That was, a, that was like huge news. I want to say not more than 15 months ago. I mean, people that are so engrossed in a particular app on their phone. Yeah, that that shit is just too dumb. That's just yeah, an issue. Yeah. So, all right, that's that's enough about this Alex Baldwin dude. <laughs> yeah, because I'm know. done talking about him. Um, I want to talk about I want to talk about Christmas. And and one thing I like about Christmas is everybody gets into it. Even these sixth graders, they they got into it a few years ago, and they made this Christmas song, and it's for one of everybody's favorite people, um, Brett Favre. Check it out. you playing that after you after after Raiders got the the worst ass beating on the planet Earth yesterday. Well, I expected that. So. Well, you should. <laughs> you should. Yeah, I, expected I, got, that. I got my partner sweets. He my partner sweets man. He's a, he's a Raider fan. He's been harassing me and Muggs and all of us on be on our Twitter talking shit about what the what the Niners are gonna do and ain't gonna. Shout out to Sweets, man. That's my boy, Sweets. Yeah, we all lost and shit. Like, you know, we lost. You know, y'all lost. Y'all got your ass to beat. We barely, we lost by one point. But still, it's a loss. It's a loss regardless of how many points and shit. So I just I just texted him. I, I mean, hit him back on Twitter, and I said, well, you know, because we don't even play each other. Like, why do we hate each other and we don't even play? We're not playing each other no more in the in the preseason. We're not playing you in the regular season. But we always have, we always the ones funking with each other. We need to funk against each other. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm hearing you guys are Raider fans. That's what I'm hearing, right? I'm a Raider fan. Omizi's uh, a Niner fan. Ah, yeah. I, I rolled with the Niners for a while. I mean, I, I you know, I, because they're both here in California, I'm loyal to the California team. But I have to say, my, I, I really, I really like the Eagles. Hey, now, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know to go to toilet flush toilet flush or applause. I'm looking at well, which one did she pick? Did she pick the This is this one she picked right here. Check it out. Oh shit. Pick uh 
Russo, this is Sean Jackson, Philadelphia Eagles, and you listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen uh, Radio. I heard that. Yeah, wait a minute. Yesterday, we were sitting there looking at the game, and then, you know, what the heck was Tom Brady doing? And then, did you see when he, the coach was going off, and he was like, you know, you could literally read his lips on film. It's like, wow, we can he hear all of that. They was going up, but I think the coach was. I think that I'm going to be honest with you. I think the coach was out of line. I really do. I think he didn't have to go that far. He knew. Tom knew what happened. It was a fluke. It was just a bad moment and got picked off. And yeah, but yeah, but when he when they won, it was all kisses and herb. Exactly. But it was all over after that. All of that though, right there, that that coach just needed to keep that private. It's like. Now, see, this is who I really like. I like the um, the coach for, oh, come on, the Steelers. Because when he goes in the locker room, you know, you've got press in there. cousin? I tell he's black. Okay, but look. Or F's cousin. Yeah, okay, him. Okay, cool, cool. So, <laughs> wait, you know press goes in there when they first do their first speech, you know, when they come in there. Right. And so he said, and I, I love this, he said, okay, Y'all do your thing. We don't talk about house business in front of company. And I love that. I'm like, yes, that's why that team, if I had to say anything, is raw for that. This is our house business. Nobody's going to know what our issues are. Nobody's going to hear me talking down to you. This is, or nobody's going to know what mistake needed to be tweaked or or your your issue. Or if it was personal, nobody's going to know that because that's our house business. And I like that. And I think a lot of teams need to get back to that. They just got to tell them this every time. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just remember that. And, and, and keep your priorities straight. And it's I a wrap. Exactly. You know, and I, I will say, I'm a chick out here. I don't know everything about football, but I love football. I was raised in a football house. I was raised watching the game every week and <coughs> me and my brothers playing the, playing the game. So I love it. When, you know, my friend, my personal significant other tells me, he's like, look, pay attention so you know how to talk football. And then oh. if you don't know how to say it, be humble enough to say, I don't understand that. You know what I'm I saying? You, what, you know what? That's the best thing because my wife plays fantasy football with us, and I love it because every week we could be watching the game. And she's like, oh, hold on. My guy's doing this. My guy's exactly. This. That's the best thing in the world to have your significant other and my wife is right now, she's like, I can't wait till next year because I'm going to have my own team because the <laughs> team that Omizi was supposed to draft for my son, she ended up taking over, and yep. and, and they ended up on like a six-game losing streak. See how I did that? Oh, my God. Brought y'all together. <laughs> but I th- you know what? I've, if you had to go into personal relationships, I think there's a lot of things people need to take likes and dislikes, uh, you know, comfortability and compatibility. You've really got to be ready to be with your mate on on the game. I mean, and that's real talk. I think that's why we got so many issues. People fronting. I was going to say with that Will and and, and, Jada. and Jada. Yeah, there, there's something about that is not right from the very beginning. There's something that's- about their core that was not on the same on the same. Playing field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they you might have been in the industry, but that doesn't mean nothing. You get too much money, you don't have nothing else to do. I don't got shit else to do, but mm-hmm. start fucking around and, and mm-hmm. doing some shit. But anyway, you know what? It's it's a wrap. Um, um, I'll see you, Michaela. 
Thank Michelle. you. Michelle? Yep, Michelle Renee. Michelle Renee. <laughs> you don't get her name right. <laughs> it's all right because, look, it, I'll correct people 5,500 times in 1,000. And, and okay. you say it again, and I will do it again. So it's Michelle all good. Renee. Michelle Renee, thank you so much for calling. Prod, okay. I know you in there. Yeah. You still doing that, man? Hey. You, ain't, you ain't chopping down no timber today. <laughs> nah, nah, I got it all cleaned up. But I just wanted to uh, uh, correct uh, on who it was who drove off the cliff. It was Dr. Frank Ryan. He was a plastic surgeon. Oh, okay. Right. Thank you for that. Thank you. That's young Fraud, man. Thank you. Uh, Fraud, make sure you listen. Follow Divas 2 Radio on Blog Talk because me and Omiji are going to be on there on the 23rd. Uh, we're gonna okay, be yeah, on- yeah. I'll call in. Hey, did you get all that music I sent you, though? I got like 30 songs you sent me, bro. I got to go through it. Yeah, 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 yeah no <laughs> doubt. It's all good, man. Much love. Hey, we're, we're out of here. It's another great week. Don't miss us. Week 14, fantasy football every Sunday from 9 a.m. to to 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. to kickoff. You can check out Michelle Renee. She gets up at 7 o'clock in the morning and does like a morning coffee show. Is that every day or is that just weekends? That's weekend. That's Saturday and Sunday. Burnt toast and coffee time in the morning. And let me tell you, burnt toast is taking on a new meeting. Don't you don't want to be on there and get burnt. <laughs> <laughs> so, but hey, come hey, on hey, in and join us. Yes, yes, sir. Hey, hey put, uh, uh, tweet her uh, her her Twitter page. Okay, I got so it. I follow her up. You know. Cool beans, baby. Right I'm gonna do it right now. I'll just oh, I just did a retweet from her too. Cool beans. Okay, yeah, that'll work. I'll just I'll include you right now. There you go. All right, now you got it. It's all good. All right. We're out of here. So Kitchen okay. Radio till next it's week. It's good. Merry Christmas, everybody. In one more week. Yeah. Ho ho. Ho ho ho. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio.